Welcome to Health Hits Experience. The anger is sort of what keeps me going. This is how change works. Small things all gathered together. Make sure that the rest of the group knows. So I need to know that you have my back on this. Welcome to Health Hits Experience, the show where we can name at least five birds. <laughs> a penguin. Robin. Penguin. Penguin. A the most obvious one. A crow. Robin. A seagull. Robin. An eagle. I already said Robin oh, okay. is the first I didn't one. Hear that. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm Dr. Freely, and welcome to the show. Welcome back. We are going to get rocking and rolling. Apologies for being a little bit late, those of you that are watching live. For those of you that are watching the VOD, I'm right on time. So uh, <laughs> we're going to get started here in just a moment. Um, but before we do, just another reminder that if you want to support us, you want to support the show, you want to support what we're doing, you can do that by supporting Community Access Media, who so generously provides us with the facility and equipment that we need and currently is in need of a little bit of help due to some uh, kind of facility management things, which includes holes in the floor. So yeah. uh, you can support them by going to camerie.org um, and showing your support there. So that's where we find ourselves in the real world. But well, let's find ourselves in the space world uh, here in just a moment. Uh, we are going to jump in. I've got some things to say. <gasps> so really? let's go. Wow. I want to start with a little bit of a little bit of narration because I think that's fun to do. Does it have music? Um, oh, good thought. Let's do need the vibe. This one. Okay, we need the vibe going on. Let's do this one. Never mind. I don't like the vibe. No, I like <laughs> it. I'm, I'm way into no, it. No, this is a good vibe. This is a good vibe. It was always the wrong lover. No matter how often T. Tirana tried, they managed to captivate someone who ended up causing them trouble. A little trouble was good. Kept the fire alive, but not this much trouble. Like being ripped from their bed in the middle of the night by a very angry Zalarian razor. Well, it wasn't their bed. It might have been the Razor's bed. Whoops. That was the last time T was in a real bed. The next solar cycle was an ongoing parade of being shuffled from holding cell to holding cell, continuously being promised a fair trial, but barely seeing a breathing being for days. They sent a droid every day to monitor them, and after T started flirting with the droid, they stopped sending anything with more than one processing chip. So the day that the razor appeared with an incredibly large grin, T knew something was horribly wrong. They were restrained and placed on an underwater shuttle with six very large and buff guards. An ill-timed joke about restraints led to a strike so hard, the next thing T experienced was being meticulously studied by several scientists. And that continued for quite some time. Studied, thrown into a cramped cell, smothered in a thick purple gas that made it hard to think. Studied, disoriented, studied, disoriented, then they started switching it up. The scientists started running tests that made T's veins burn and muscles contract. T tastes copper in their mouth. It was so hard to think. Think of Retton who made the most amazing breakfast the next morning. Think of you who had a laugh like wind chimes. Their mind felt like it was full of thick sludge, pu pushing at the corners and making every memory dance out of reach. Think, remember, try, try, try. And then the fog lifted, literally lifted. They watched the purple gas flutter away as the lights flickered dangerously outside their drifting cell. 
which suddenly was a falling cell. It was over quicker than they could register, and a large silhouette reached a helping hand into the cell and let them out. Hello. And now we find T and the rest of the prisoners aboard the scimitar. The lights are off, nerves hum in the air. Before this happened, there was a cacophony of events. 28 mobile ex-prisoners crowded aboard the scimitar before most ended up congregating in the dining room. In the commotion, Fazrael and a recruited ex-prisoner carried the weak Captain Yalta and the unconscious Smell to the med bay where the internal systems hummed to life and began diagnosing the patients. And then the whole ship powered down. Cyrus, you watched as the unidentified ship began moving in very rigid search patterns. Otto quietly beefed nearby, glowing a soft red. Just before you would have radioed down to have Flux fire everything back on to flee, the search pattern took the ship in the opposite direction. A moment passes, and then two, and then three. Cautiously, Cyrus, you radioed down to Flux to flip the power back on. Flux did and immediately grabbed Pearl to head over to the lab that's set up in the cargo bay. And this is where several things happen at once. We're going to go into stacked time here. Everything that is about to happen happens simultaneously. Let's start with Hieronymus. We find them in the dining room, surrounded by roughly 28 ex-prisoners. Sprocket is desperately trying to cater to everyone, but the kitchen isn't stocked for a crew this large and there are no other droids to assist. As the lights flicker back to life, the tension in the room buzzes and grows until folks are shouting at whoever is closest. Several of them have taken refuge near the pantry and are crunching on some dried algae strips. Hieronymus, you catch the shouting nearest to you. Two very large Tyries with multiple eye stalks vibrating, who very clearly feel that they have gone from one prison to another and believe there is at least one prisoner here who's been broken enough that they'll report the whole ship to the Zalarians. Hieronymus, what do you do? Uh, so Hieronymus uh, sort of saunters over to these, uh, to these two uh, malcontents. Yes. Uh, and... Uh, Pulls out a uh, uh, like one of his hidden uh, cliff bars that uh, he always <laughs> keeps uh, stashed away. Yeah. And uh, takes it, unwraps it, cracks it in half, throws half to each of them. Says, uh, "You two, why don't you uh, come on over here with me? Uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit here." They certainly kind of shuffle away. They're they're both angry. In general, they want to yell at each other, but they're like the only two that know each other, so they're trying to make sure that they're not uh, causing too much of a commotion, but right. they, they follow you for sure. Sure. Uh, and, um, you know, we're all kind of crammed in here, so there's not really any place to go uh, to be kind of private, but just... Yeah, in a corner. Yeah, in a corner somewhere, say. Yeah. So I couldn't help but overhearing uh, that you uh, are uh, a little bit upset with the circumstances here. Believe me, we uh, we had to uh, amend the plan to get you guys all out of there. We're doing our best to keep things uh, going smoothly here. Uh, and uh, once, you know, once we get uh, situated here, we can drop you guys wherever you need to go. So don't feel like you're uh, gone from a frying pan into a fire here. Uh, but what were you saying about somebody who, uh, who you think is broken and might be turning us in? If you got information about a specific individual that might put everybody here in jeopardy, you probably ought to maybe let us know about it so we can take appropriate steps, right? Roll me a persuasion. I want to see how they feel about this. All right. Boom. Thank God we have somebody who can talk to people, right? Let's be a 17. Yeah. 17. Okay, excellent. Thank God someone can. <laughs> So, 
they're, they take a minute and one of them munches on the, on the, on the snack bar that you've, you've given essentially. And um, they, the one that's eating is like, well, it's not like a specific person. It's just, when you've been down there for so long, they just like crack you like a nut. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we, we saw some of the horrific stuff that they were doing down there. That's, we originally hired just to get, you know, like one person out. But we saw what's going on. We couldn't leave the rest of you guys there. We had to get you out of there. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very grateful that I, I was included in this plan. But I'm just saying that, like, I haven't been down there that long. So, yeah. um, you know, that there's other, I don't know how long that, that, mm, that facility's been there. So there could be people that have been down there for, like, ever. So I'm just thinking that, you know, that long, they're probably, like, loyalists at this point. Yeah, yeah, well... Can I ask you guys to do me a huge favor here? I'm, yeah, we're the 17, what do you want? <laughs> exactly. I need you then to keep your eyes and ears open. And if you see something that makes you think that uh, there's somebody specific that we need to like, you know, keep an eye on, let me know, all right? You can, I, I, we got so much going on here, There's right? just a lot of things happening right now. And as you two are having this conversation, someone in a corner stands on top of a table and just like starts yelling nonsense, just complete gibberish. But yeah. they are standing on this table and like tr as, as though they are trying to rally, but it is complete nonsense. Right, right. And so you, I, I assume you notice this because it's well, loud enough to yeah. strike through the crowd of people. <sighs> Excuse me. Looks like I got another fire to put out over here. <laughs> By the way, uh, glad to meet you guys. Uh, what are your names? You know, Slorp and, and Schlumbo. Slorp <laughs> and Schlumbo. Somebody write that down in the notes channel because I'll forget yeah, that in about Somebody please make sure to have a second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, look, when this is all done, you know, if you guys are uh, in need of work, you know, we're always hiring. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an artist, so I don't know. I could paint a mural in your so ship if you'd like. That, do you, can you airbrush? <laughs> no, that's um, that's something that I never learned how to do because right, well, air doesn't exist. Well, can you space brush? <laughs> can I space Because no, I like you got I a cool do. wizard on the outside. Like oh, a, an outside wizard. Yeah, like, well, a, you know, like very, a... You know, that's a fad from like four years ago. You might be a little off. <laughs> kicking it old school. All right. So uh, Hieronymus uh, <laughs> is going to go over to where the uh, person has jumped up on the table. First thing I want to do is kind of get a sense of whether anybody around here is like reacting so what's particularly to this, or are they just kind of like, oh God, another crazy person. Everybody is yelling at each other. Right. Like the, the noise has gotten to the point where that last conversation you had, you had to raise your volume to yeah. hear each other. Everybody is yelling either at each other or just some people are just yelling to themselves and there is groups of, of cliques that have started to form. Yeah, yeah, um, which is always a bad thing. So this is in the dining area of the ship, This is in the right? dining in area the of the ship, yes, correct. And uh, we don't really have a whole lot of uh, space here to like split people up and kind of, in other words, I mean, we could take people up on the deck, right? Um, you, I mean, yeah, you could. But, yeah. 
but because it seems like having everybody crammed into this area where tensions are starting to ramp up uh, is not optimal. Not uh, optimal. So. Um, but I will say that as you look towards the individual that jumped up on the table, you notice that some slight ripples are starting to happen. People are starting to turn to this individual. At least notice that sound strikes through the crowd just enough to break through some people's yelling. Are they speaking in some kind of a, uh, uh, a like a different language that I don't understand? Or are they just speaking in normal language, but they're just not making sense? It's it's a lot of random just, nouns all squished just together. Just all kind of Alex Jonesing it out there. Right? <laughs> Talking nonsense. They're right. making the frogs gay. All right. Um, oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, but complete nonsense. But every so often, something cuts through. Yeah, yeah. As you notice this, you notice that if you were to take care of however you wanted to take care of that situation, you might be able to grab the attention of the room yep. from that vantage sure, point. Sure, sure. Uh... So, um, I think that uh, I am going to uh, utilize my kind of cool, uh, where is it? There it is. Uh, I, so, I have the, uh, the telekinetic feet where I can uh, shove somebody with my mind. Mm-hmm. And now, this guy's up on a precariously balanced yes, table? correct. We talked about this before, yeah. that this is something that you're not familiar with as like a species that you have this ability. Right. So I'm curious narratively how this comes about, because absolutely, yes, 100%. But what gets you to that point of... of because I think you did it once before, and I know it wasn't purposeful. Right, right. It just happened. So yeah. I'm curious, with intention, you are intending for this to happen. Yeah. How does this come about? Um, I think that, uh, that, so Hieronymus definitely wants this guy to shut up. Yes. Right, because this guy is, whoever this person is, is uh, starting to rile a bad situation worse. And, uh, you know, tensions are already running high. Mm -hmm. And so Hieronymus is going to kind of stand uh, off to the side here. And um, he's gonna try to get this person's attention. Like, hey, excuse me, hey, hey buddy. Hey, whoa, you, look, hey. Can you <laughs> slow down there a little bit there? Hey, we need to, uh, let's, let everybody just calm down here. You know, he's... Uh, yeah. Gonna do all that business. Okay. And uh, assuming that uh, this person just keeps escalating and escalating, um, unless he does kind of calm down, but I get the sense um, that he's probably not going to. <laughs> if you want to roll something yeah. for that, yeah, I will uh, absolutely let that happen. Sure. Um, uh, Cause here's the, the thing, everybody is uncomfortable and this person I think is, is uh, as you watch, just slightly untethered from reality. Right, right, right. Um, I would think that then, uh, in order to uh, turn the crowd, uh, rather than just convincing one person to do something, it would probably be more of a performance thing to stand up and, uh, and engage in some kind of uh, oratorical uh, uh, attempt to, uh, to gain control of the the large situation here. So, uh, Hieronymus is going to get up also on top of a table. Okay. 
Yeah. The same table? Different table. Different. Oh, there's plenty of tables. Plenty okay. of tables. Absolutely. Get rid of all these fucking tables. That's probably why there's no room. <laughs> <laughs> the tables, are they so are tables? beautiful hardwood. Oh, yeah. they're yeah. finished so Never nicely. They've got a Space gold mahogany. trim around the edge, and there are five of them. Really, we should sell them. But yes, that's correct. Not here nor and there's there. far too many. There's far too many. But the scimitar was made to be impressive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it has beautiful things in it. You're standing on the table. Like and when we have lunch, each one of us gets our own table, and then there's an extra one. <laughs> <laughs> so all the NPCs sit at that one. Um, OK, so. The, you're standing on the table, and you're going to... Uh, shout out. Uh, hey, everybody, listen up here! You know, and uh, um, try to just uh, quiet down the crowd enough that uh, that everybody else stops, and it's it's just me and this, uh, this person who's a little bit untethered there, right? Yeah, and you <coughs> grab the attention of the crowd. Yes. There, you can feel the uncertainty wavering in the air. The untethered individual on the table trips and kind of like falls off the table. Nice. Not, doesn't hurt him. Sure, hurt sure, himself, sure. Just kind of trips off the table. Yeah. So now it's just you on the table. Everyone's looking at you. All right, listen up, everybody. You are aboard the scimitar. You are guests of the ether bastards. We have rescued you from the horrific prison in which you were being held by the Zalarian scientists. And once we get everything under control here, we are going to be delivering people to a safe place where you can rejoin society, whatever manner you see fit. Until that time, I would request that everybody please maintain a level of decorum. The crew are short-staffed, and we are doing our best to make sure that everybody is safe and secure. Now, and he's going to take a second and look around the crowd here and see, first of all, if, uh, uh, kind of try to gauge the overall timber of the crowd, you know, w uh, assuming that there are some people who are like, Okay, okay, and some people were like, fuck these guys. All right, so uh, try to identify the people who look like they are not buying anything that he is selling and that might be trouble yet. Roll me a persuasion check, please. Because I can tell you that information. All right. Do you roll me a persuasion check? Groovy. That would be a 28 on the persuasion check. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. Well. Pretty damn good yes. time for it. <laughs> yeah, so. That is because I cannot fight. <laughs> this is accurate. Yeah. Um, you notice that there are only about six individuals who are not feeling it. You've got 28 people in the room. Yes. Only about six of them are like. Are any of them the cat lady pirate captain person? No. Okay, cool. No. Um, <laughs> and one of them is the individual. Before, so. <laughs> one of them is the individual who fell off the table. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. um, so you've got a, f a handful of folks who, and they're on the fringes of the room. They're standing in the back. They're not screaming, you know, swears at you. They're having a calculated gaze right. of disinterest, distrust, 
and tension. Yeah. All right. So, um, so, uh, so, uh, Sprocket is uh, wheeling around trying to get people fed and stuff. Yeah. Uh, do, like, do we have enough food that eventually we can like keep all these people from getting all hangry on us? Do we have to bust open Pearl and yeah, just take all my snacks? <laughs> yes, you absolutely have enough. You all have right. enough snacks. You can't, you can't do a meal. Right, but right. There's mm -hmm. enough little nibbles to go around that. Sprocket's just overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't have enough hands to... I want to look and see if there's anybody here who appears to be less traumatized by this whole ordeal than others. Like, who, looking at this room of people, uh, Hieronymus wants to pick out, okay, that person is... They got their act together. You know, mm -hmm. these people over here are like, you know, puddles of, of uh, trauma. These people back here are uh, cranky jerks that I got to keep an eye on. These people here are like, this is great, fantastic. We got out of that place. I love these guys for saving us. <laughs> Those are the ones I want to look for right now as I'm looking around. You want the like, worship at your feet one? Not as, I mean, I'm not worshiping our feet, but the people who are like, yeah, whew, you know, you, we owe you guys. You got us out of there. We are, we are definitely. There's a, there's a fair amount. All right. Um, the, there's about three of them that would really follow anything right. that you said. And those three. Yeah, yeah okay. those three that's, right there, that's 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 what I'm looking for. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna say, all right, now everybody, we are going to get through this. We had to shake a ship that was on our tail and we're gonna get you all out of here. We'll get you someplace safe and you can be back with your families or whatever you need to do, right? So you're trying to connect with these I'm three. I'm trying to connect okay. with these three. And then I'm gonna say, so everybody hold chill. I'm gonna make sure that we get some food in everybody and we're gonna get you guys all rested and taken care of, okay? Uh, and Hieronymus jumps down off the table, goes over to the three that were like, you, you, and you, come with me, all right? And he goes over and he says, this is Sprocket. He is doing his best to get all these people taken care of. I want you guys to help him out. We gotta get everybody some food, some snacks, Get everybody calmed down and feeling okay, you know, so we don't have a panic here, whatever, okay? And Sprocket says, avoiding a panic would be ideal. Yes. Um, and so, uh, Sprocket, you got three helpers here. Utilize them. Make sure everything uh, goes smoothly. We'll get you some uh, whatever. And then the last thing Hieronymus wants to do is he's got the, you know, as, as the room is here, uh, he wants to find uh, Captain Cat Lady. You stop that. I'm sorry, I can never remember her name. Smitten. Smitten. Hieronymus can't remember her name. Oh. So it's not I couldn't remember rock. it until last week, so that's, yeah. that's yeah, 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 I can't. Yeah. Captain really Smitten. Y'all are like, she's fans. so hot. I don't know her name. She's Captain Cat. It's not the part that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, we fought her once, were impressed, and then never saw her until that's now. That's not how it works. Okay. Captain yes, Smitten. You find, you find Captain Smitten. Absolutely. Okay. You see her. Yes. You see her. Was I able to gauge how she was reacting to Hieronymus's uh, speechificationing? <laughs> um, you. She wasn't one of the. She, I mean, she wasn't one of the people who was whatever. No, I, I think that um, she was impressed by your ability to command the room. Okay. For sure. Um, it took. If you were watching her the whole time, you would have seen that it took a little bit more of your speech for yeah, her well. to say. Okay. We, we, we did steal her prisoner and her ship, so. Yes, and now she's <laughs> Understandably, in Understandably, she's not real happy with yeah. us. Uh, 
And no one knows where her crew is either. Yeah. Do you have a second that I could talk to you? <laughs> you, yes. Me. Yes. Why would you want to talk to me? Well, because, uh, first of all, we uh, have the issue of needing to get your ship back to you, which we've be been keeping safe. Uh, and second of all... Keeping? Well, we've been keeping it safe. Continue. Second of all, you mentioned something in passing about a traitor in your crew. Correct. Do you know who that traitor might have been? I do not, unfortunately, because it was all that we could do to figure out that the outgoing messages weren't being sent in a timely fashion. They were being delayed by an internal sabotage. And that's about as far as we got before things went south. When your base was uh, was attacked, Correct. Um, was, the, was your crew uh, captured and taken or were they dealt with the way Zalarians often deal with things, or you don't know? I don't, I hope not. I don't know. Um, I didn't, there wasn't any destruction that happened on base, thankfully. But that's as far as I know. Yes. All right. Well, first of all, on behalf of our crew, we would like to apologize for the way things went down before. Hopefully there's no hard feelings. Um, I think... Never mind. I'm not going to say anything about your Tinder profile. Uh, <laughs> My what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so anyways, um, we did find one member of your, your crew when we went to your base yes. to try to return your ship. Uh, uh, Mobo? Mobo? Uh, uh, one the, of our cooks. One of your cooks, yes. Uh, he was the only person who was left alive there. What can you tell us about him? Is he somebody that is trustworthy? Uh, because having only one person left alive on the thing... Now that you're saying that you had a traitor amongst your midst is striking me as potentially a bit, uh, maybe suspicious. So we don't want to make sure that... Uh, if you don't have mobile here, then we do not. It, it isn't really worth going on a thought experiment of whether or not that's the traitor because we found the twins a long time ago. Uh, they were pretty useless considering they're both blind. Um, and we took pity, unfortunately, uh, which you're not supposed to do when you're a pirate, but we did. And <laughs> looks around at shit. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are not very good pirates. We, um, we are uh, revolutionizing the, uh, the pirate industry with a new paradigm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm curious to see how this all pans out for everyone. Is it like a pacifist route? No, 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 no. Okay. There's, there's not a whole lot of pacifism. But, I was about uh, to say, if you're trying to turn over a new leaf, you're going to get killed immediately. Yeah, no. Okay. No, All right, we, just making sure, because uh, yeah, if that's the case, no. I'm going to just pop off whenever we get down to a planet. So, okay. Okay, well, um, I will consider your suggestion that our blind cook is our traitor. Well, I'm not suggesting that. I was asking you what you could tell us about uh, about this individual because we've rescued them and they are now, uh, you know, with uh, another portion of our crew. Um, but if if there is a, a danger that needs to be addressed there, you know. You are welcome to consider them a danger. I think that's laughable considering that they can't even, you know, walk around the... <laughs> 
our, our base without running into a wall. Wow, that's a little ableist, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the danger comes from them poisoning us, which hasn't happened, so I feel like we're in the clear. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. As I said, uh, we want to make things right with you, you know. Uh, pirates got to stick together, you know. We got a bigger enemy to worry about. Uh, and uh, so we'll take it from there. Um, also, just want to say, I really dig the uh, Jamila Jamil vibe you got going on here. That's fantastic. We, I, this is the bad place. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, all right. That's where we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pause just right quick right here, um, and we're gonna go into our stacked time again. Going back, the lights flicker back on as they illuminate the control room. They also illuminate you, Cyrus, and something is wrong. You feel a twinge in your left arm, and from underneath your sleeve, magic sneaks out in soft, small streams like heavy smoke, curling around your fingers and drifting away in wisps. What happens next? Cyrus takes a deep breath, he's like, oh, okay. Um. He is going to pull off the glove just to see what's going on. Um, and when he does, he does see that cracks have started to form. Green cracks have started to form on his name. He's like, oh, um, Otto. Right, um, can you, and he holds up a finger and he types in coordinates. And he's like, can you make sure we get there? Like, does a little, like, slow rotation around your head and then settles in to the dock that I assume you've put on the control room and flashes through an entire spectrum of color and then settles on a green. <laughs> Pulses a green back and forth and then numbers fling up on screen, roll through, and you feel the shift start to shift a little bit and then slowly move forward. So we're going to need to go a little bit faster than that, but stable, careful, as if you were trying to go through a very, very narrow pipe. <laughs> you feel <laughs> do the, the breaking thing for a minute, for a minute, steady, Just and then it's... It, gradually speeds up. The okay. speed is not the speed you want. If you ask Otto to go any faster, you're going to get turbulence. Yep. You know this. You're aware of this. Okay. Um, if Flux comes back in the engine room, listen to him. If Pearl comes up here or Hieronymus, listen to them, okay? I, I promise that it'll be the best for that, okay? Just listen to them. And you... <laughs> See some binary go up on the screen. Just just straight binary. And I, then it disappears. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know any other language but binary? <laughs> Please. I'm begging you. <laughs> um, another language pops up on screen. Can you roll a uh, history? It's Fortran. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's just a five. Okay. It's another language. It's, it, it's an actual alien language. It is not anything you know. So he does speak okay. another language. We just don't know. He it. just don't know it, and he never brings it up. 
Flash white real quick if, if yes. Flashes uh, really bright, hits your eyes. Okay, all right. Um, and then he's going to get him and be like, listen to them. Um, and he is going to head down to the medical bay. Sure, sure. Um, and who all is in there? I know you said there. Fazro is in there. Mm-hmm. Yalta is in there, and Schmel is in there. And a as you approach the medical bay, you see somebody leaving. Okay, um, to head over to the dining hall. <laughs> oh boy. Um, which you, as you pass, like you can hear it. I, I'm not quite sure where we are spatially, but you can hear the commotion happening in the dining hall. Okay. Um, not gonna worry about that. You're that not much. gonna worry about not that. Not gonna worry right about now. that. There are bigger problems right now. There are bigger problems. Um, at hand. he's gonna go up. And are any of the sensors available right now in the medical? In the medical building. Yeah. Um, there is one really small one that is really more for smaller cuts and scrapes, but you could put your hand underneath it if you so chose. Okay, if, that is, if that's the only one for you, yeah. That's, yeah, absolutely, because the other one is, there's one being used on Schmel, there's one being used on Yalta. Fazro is bouncing between them, trying to press buttons and turn things on. Doesn't even notice you when you come in because she is quite preoccupied. Great. Um, <laughs> you stick your hand into the sensor, and before the sensor can even do anything, more of that magic comes out from underneath your sleeve. Okay. Um, um, he is going to type it in and just see if he can get two readings from it. Mm-hmm. First of all, how much is currently biological? And second, how much magic is currently running through his arm? Okay. Um, what would you expect? Probably around 80 to 90% magic. Magic, okay. The readout on the sensor is not quite as robust as it could be. Okay. It's trying to give you a percentage, but it ends up giving some numbers that don't tend to mean a lot. If you look at it for enough time, it's about what you expect it to be. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> gonna take a deep breath. Um, and then he's going to, if there's a mirror or something in the medical bay, he's gonna go up to the mirror and then pull off and see, uh, pull off the cover it and see, like, what's going on, on your right now. on your regulator. Yep. Okay. It's flashing and beeping and you see the gold magic pulsing through it and it's you can start to feel it you can feel it in your chest you can feel the heat from the magic starting to warm up more than you've ever felt it in your regulator before and you can feel that going through your arm you're still wearing your jacket do you do anything takes, about that? You take, take it off. take off the jacket now. And you look at your arm and you have a realization that it's happening again. Only this time you have your magic regulator and you can feel it going into overdrive. It's beeping and it releases a shield of gold magic with a hiss. The shield dispels immediately and the regulator beeps again. 
A shield shimmers, dispels. This happens. This is starting to happen more frequently. You feel the magic surge from a well within you, and the regulator is making one long, continuous beep now, and a steady stream of gold magic comes streaming out of the pump like a tea kettle left unboiled far too long. Your magic surges again, and you feel it moving right into your left arm like a released dam. I need you to roll me a d4, please. Okay. It's a three. Okay. The wave of magic causes you to lose your balance and you stumble for a moment, reach your hand out and catch yourself. And there's a wave of pain as the weight you put on your arm jostles the cracks. The impact causes the magic draining out of those cracks to suddenly band together and swarm around your arm. It pains you as though you are being bitten by a thousand insects, stinging you, biting you all at once, and you lose feeling in your arm. It drops to your side, and as it slams into your side, the magic dissipates with a flash. You look down, and the first thing you see is the light shining through your arm and causing green refractions on the ground. The second thing that you see is that your arm, from your shoulder to your fingertips, looks as though it has been carved from a solid piece of jade. And yet, it's your arm. You can move it normally, and nothing breaks. Okay. Ooh. It's pretty cool for the fact Pointed. that I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, gonna stick it back under <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> the scan. Yep. Round two. Round two. Round two. <laughs> and as you stick it back underneath, the readout reads normal. Okay. It's having a hard time parsing the material, but it understands that it's organic of some nature. And nothing seems wrong. Aside from the visual inspection of your arm, <laughs> nothing is medically wrong with your arm. Okay. Is the pump, is, is the regulator going off The still regulator no? is not beeping. The regulator is doing its normal flashing. The gold shield is at its normal capacity and it's cooling down. Okay. You can touch it again and it doesn't feel like it'll hurt you anymore. That's okay. way cooler than what happens when I get sharp stabbing pains in my left arm. <laughs> <laughs> then I just have to call an ambulance. In this um, economy? In this economy? <laughs> okay, that, in that case, I walk to the hospital. I was going to say, in that case, I die, but... Mm -hmm. Well... Oh. Uh, Welcome so. to America. No, put the... <laughs> yeah. no, no, go on. No, sorry. Continue, please. Going to put the jacket back on. Um, slip the glove over this hand, because I'm mm -hmm. not quite sure what that is all about. Not the time to deal with <laughs> yeah. this. Gonna forget as, that. as you put okay. the glove back on, you take a minute and you can feel your magic that is usually very deep within you that you just suddenly release is much closer to the surface. But instead of feeling like it's going to burst forth without provocation, it feels like cool water flowing back and forth just out of reach. You could unlock it like a tap if you chose, but you're not in danger of suddenly releasing it. It's there, only in your arm, but it's there. Okay. Perhaps if you were to touch another individual, yeah. something might happen. <laughs> oh, seems. 
He's gonna pull it back off. Probably like, like a good thing. Once or twice, pull it like putting the glove off, not just like. Um, and looking around at everyone else. In the, uh, yeah, in the room, Fazro hasn't noticed you, Schmel is unconscious, and Yalta is kind of there. Schmel looks like the worst off. Schmel's unconscious, right? Yes. Just murder him. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. You gotta be careful, because it might be like an X-Men thing, where like everyone you touch dies. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't know what that magic's gonna so, be. So, yeah. maybe don't. I mean, maybe it could be healing, but it probably won't, so be careful. Schmel's the worst off. Fazro yeah. is the least worst off. Yes. Why don't, why don't you just um, wait, man? <laughs> Cyrus is You confused. guys aren't there, no metagaming. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, Flux. If you didn't know, Cyrus is very impulsive. Oh, gosh. It's fine. It's totally fine. That's why he threw his leg the one time. <laughs> Thrown his leg, jumped off of a catwalk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Anyways, mm -hmm. uh, please continue. Um, so, you touching someone? Yeah, Cyrus, Cyrus, well. you touching someone? Cyrus touching someone. Who are you touching? Cyrus Who's is gonna, gonna like me? walk up behind Fazro and just like put a hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you Crumples. perhaps read to me? what the effects of bolstering magic are. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, I can harness my wild magic to bolster myself or companion. Um, I can touch one creature and confer one of the following benefits. For 10, for ten minutes, uh, that creature can roll a d3 whenever making an attack roll or an ability check um, and add that number to a d20. Or roll it, uh, they get to roll a d3, and that creature <laughs> regains one expended spell slot, the level of which equals the number rolled or lower. Uh, the creature's choice. One creature receives this, once a creature receives this benefit, uh, the creature can't receive it again until long rest. You can give us back our spell slots? Yeah. That's Hell yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're over here assuming the worst. <laughs> I thought you, I thought Fazra was just about to like have her bones turn to jelly or something. Right? <laughs> What does that look like? So what that would probably look like, uh, since it's not going through the regulator, it would be um, yeah, a yeah, green magic yeah. that just slips from his arm directly onto um, her shoulder or wherever. Hmm. So you see this magic pulse through your arm. You unlock it like that tap inside, and you feel it doesn't feel like it's about to explode. It doesn't feel like something unexpected is going to happen and a ball of light is going to hit somebody in the face. You can control this through your arm. And you reach out and you see Fazra do a little, like, little sh chill shake. Yeah. Um, and very slowly she goes, I hope this is somebody that I know. Oh, no. Um, well, I was the individual who was carrying you earlier. Oh, like a football. <laughs> well, yeah, near the end, you were a little... That was not a great experience, but that's okay, because I was a little angry, and uh, when I get a little angry... I can really... It's kind of like a little fight. Anyways, I'm going to slowly turn around now. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Uh, <laughs> hi. Um, hi. I... You're a little staticky. Uh, yeah, I... Do you shuffle your feet? She looks down. Do you shuffle one foot? <laughs> uh, doesn't well, even have feet, it just has hooves. It, uh, 
I'm not. I am not quite sure what just happened, but well, I f- feel like you did something, but I can't quite tell what it was. And so then you were just touching me. I'm. I'm. Um. <laughs> well, this is, this is going to sound mm. real oh. weird. Oh no. Oh no, Cyrus! Don't <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> so. I, I tend to have a lot of magical power, and I think I just I passed some of that on to you. I uh, think. Um, well, um, she like it does a little I'd, like I. I don't know. I. Um, if, if if you gave me magic, it's pretty passive. I can't like do anything with it. It's. I don't feel bad. Am I experiment right now? Mm. It. Oh. Mm. I'm. I am gonna leave you. <laughs> I. I am. So, I'm sorry. I'm very confused <laughs> right now. Um, I just thought uh, I was gonna die, and then I did not. Oh my God. Sorry. Well. Um. Well, there's there's a lot of things that have happened today, so yeah. I'm. Um, this might as well be added to it, I guess. Um, okay. You don't feel worse, do I, you? Should I feel worse? I, I do not know. Um, well, I, I, maybe it's a longer term thing. I'll let you know if I die. <laughs> it, or if I develop cool magic powers, because I don't have those. Okay, um... I'm good at one thing, and it's sailing a ship, and then I didn't do that, and here we are. Fair enough. Um, we we could use your help later once you are done helping. Yeah, well, I'm not a doctor, um, and your friend here is pretty bad. Um, right. Cap- the captain is worse in a way. Um, but he's awake, so that's step one. Um, okay. I don't know what I'm doing. You, okay. Well, I can, I can at least help a bit. I, I have some training, uh, with battlefield medicine at least. Okay. Um, I can heal them a bit as well. Oh, um, okay. Uh, I, I mean... Your uh, your friend is unconscious, so yeah, maybe uh, that one. Yeah, he's gonna go. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> just look at both hands for a moment, like. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big difference now, huh? <laughs> Are you trying to decide which hand to touch him with? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <sighs> I'm gonna leave you in this yeah. decision making position, because we're that's going fair. to have to come back to that. Okay. Um. In the period of time that we are in, that's roughly where we're going to pause on Cyrus's moment there. So we're going to go into our stacked time again. Flux and Pearl. You are in Flux's lab, softly illuminated by the glow of machinery and small work lamps scattered about. Let's put you in the beeping. 
Um, you know, for some reason, I always imagined it fluorescent, but now that you say that, you're so right. It is like super dim, like four lamps mm -hmm, mm -hmm. lighting up the whole thing. Because you just move it where you need to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly what it is. You're yeah. right. Yeah, You've described you. it as a teenager's room before. They're never bright. No, Are you're you right. You're me? right. Like, no, you said that. I was like, <laughs> I didn't have any idea, but that, that's exactly what it is. Uh, so we're in the lab. Both of you are experiencing a fair amount of internal distress. Yeah. Pearl, your sight has blind? not returned, yeah. and the beeping noise is still emitting from you. The internal diagnostic stays the same. Error. Memory leak detected. Restarted to last save point. Backup memory locked. Data save process corrupted. Missing save points 254, 256, and 257. Key memory corrupted, memory recall activated, emotion suppression chip malfunction, leak control program initiated, functions reduced to run program. Flux. Adrenaline has been coursing through your body more than you anticipated and your previous magic confusion has fizzled out. You can feel your hands starting to cramp and what feel like jolts of electricity travel from your spine through your tentacles as they involuntarily contract with each jolt. You feel flashes of heat and then chills run through you just as your lab fully powers all the way back on with beeps and trills. Now what? Uh, okay, uh, <coughs> Pearl, um, why don't you just uh, lay down right here? Uh, I, I'll get you all established. I'll, I'll hook everything up. Um, uh, I'm going to guide you towards like, <laughs> my, work, my work table. Just Are you all right? Yeah, no, I'll be fine. <laughs> I just, I need to, um... She's gonna, like, try and find your face. Stop, stop, stop. It's right, it's right here. It's right, okay, okay. Yes, that's Are me, you right. sure? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm thinking about, like, a thousand <laughs> things right now, all right? Just please lay down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna sort of stumble over to my, my cybernetic uh, interface machine. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna quickly get in it. <sighs> Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna grab the screen, I'm gonna like pull it over, and I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna quickly type things in, I'm gonna be like, ah, uh, my fingers are shaking. Um, audio, audio commands, please. Uh, please, interface, spinal column. Uh, I need uh, to activate, uh, I need to activate overclock protocol, please, now. What does that look like? So that is going to be, uh, so firstly, as the machines hook themselves up, it, this, this device, as I've explained before, is this sort of large, it's like a ribbed device. It's like multiple like, bands of metal that go around that when you sit in it, it closes. A bunch of these mechanical arms come out of it and begin to hook themselves up, attaching cables and individual wires and bits of metal into the back, into his back and like his spine and stuff like that. And as this happens, um, they are going to attach a series of metal, thin metal bands around the, I think it's probably close to like eight or nine crystals that are sort of jutting out of his back like spikes. Um, and each one is going to get attached to these metal bands. And then there's going to be a bunch of cables that get attached to it and the thing begins to spark and flash, adding more and more magical energy back to where he is hooked up to. Um, the crystals, which I've imagined have gone from a, what color are the crystals again? I've always imagined them as pink, but I've, Pink, purple, yeah. magenta. I imagine they were sort of slowly losing their coloration, are now beginning to come much, become much more vibrant and glow. And although Pearl can't see it as this happens, Flux is sort of like sitting there like twitching from this effect. Um, the eyes of his, which had been slowly turning back to their original green, are now like bursting back to that literally glowing pink. Like if the lights were off, you'd be able to see them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so Flux is sort of sitting there just breathing really hard, trying to not fall into another panic attack. <laughs> so he's just... Uh, how are you feeling over there, Pearl? 
Other than the smell of something burning, fine. That's not good. That there should be no... S you have a sense of smell? Yes. I didn't know that. It's built in so that I can find things like dirty diapers and dinner that children try to hide. That makes sense. I'm glad that you still have those functions. <clears throat> can you hold off for about 30 more seconds? Till I can figure out what's going on. Please. Are you positive you're fine? Mm-hmm. Positive. Forgive me, but I feel like you're lying to I me. I am lying to you, Pearl. I'd prefer if you didn't. I'm not fine. Nothing is fine right now. But I can't think about it because I need to make sure that you don't fucking break on me. I'm okay. No, you're not. You don't even remember the things that we've talked about and you don't remember the thing that you just saw me do that you were so upset about. It's not fine. I'm gonna stand up from this machine, which uh, should now sort of have been powered off from all of this. I'm gonna slowly make my way over that direction, shaking very aggressively. <laughs> and I'm going to begin to hook you up to my diagnostics machines. Have you eaten today? A little while ago, yeah. Would you like sustenance? No. You should probably no. eat some anyways. Pearl, I don't want anything to eat. I'm not hungry. You never are, but life forms need food. She can't see you glaring at her. <laughs> She's just like holding them <laughs> in the air for you to take. I'm going to reach forward. I'm going to grab them and just immediately put them on a side table. After Flux puts it down, you edges of, of your vision start to come back. Oh. Okay. Wonderful. Um. You look horrible. I look at you with those super bright pink eyes. Yeah, I don't feel super great. Uh, uh, I'm gonna quickly finish the hookup process and begin the program. I need to know what the fuck is going on with you because I don't know what's happening. Pearl keeps staring at you. Almost... Like she recognizes this, but you can't tell from where. Are you alright? Have your eyes always been pink? No. It's a new thing, actually. It sort of comes and goes. But no, you've already seen it before, if that's what you're asking. Ah, oh, they seem familiar. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to be on edge. I'm not upset with you, I just... I'm trying I to calm down. I can tell you're in pain. Pain is one way to put it. Uh, sure. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like smacking the yeah. computer. Roll me, roll me uh, <laughs> your tinkers check, please. 20. Not natural, just, Ooh, just 20. Nice. Okay. What happens through this diagnostic is you can see that droids have complicated coding, and Pearl especially has unique coding. But yeah. this problem is simple. You can see it in the diagnostic readout that scrolls on the screen in front of you. An unlabeled suppression chip was activated due to an unknown event, but due to a poor connection, the memory began leaking, spilling out into the core functions. The memory save points are still saved and can be reactivated if the suppression chip connection is physically fixed. Suppression chip. Suppression. So the suppression chip was activated mm -hmm. by something. Mm -hmm. Why would you have a suppression chip? I'm not sure what that is. Well, just to make sure I have it correct, Brittany, what is a suppression <laughs> chip? Um, actually, I don't know if you, if you would know this. So roll me history. Never good at history, sorry. 
Actually, that one was actually pretty solid. Uh, 18. Okay. So... I think I have a pretty good idea, but... You've never encountered this before. But based on the coding that you see on the diagnostic in front of you, you can make a couple assumptions. One of them being that the label is correct. It is labeled emotion suppression chip. Gotcha. That's the best that you can kind of see. But you can see from the coding that there is a unique development hand in this chip, whereas it is not a mass-produced item. Mm, okay. Unique serial number and all that. There's not even a serial number. Oh, that's worse. Mm-hmm. That is, that is Gotta very love Solarians, huh? Okay, yeah, no, that this was not produced. Mass produced, good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, um, so from what this is telling me, there's a device, uh, if I can remove it or, 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 or restabilize it, it should be able to fix everything. I trust you. I'm glad. Um... Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get right to the, I'm going to grab some tools <laughs> off the nearby table and, uh, go your, your fucking face is killing me. Go your direction. <laughs> um, so I am, am I correct in saying if I, could I remove this and that would cause the leak to stop? You understand that the connection needs to be fixed. Okay. Cause I don't want her to have an emotion suppression chip. That seems like a bad thing. Correct. Um, roll me an intelligence. Just intelligence? Yeah, just flat intelligence. 11. Okay. The machines that you have built are simple. They're right. not simulating what, at first you believed Pearl was simulating, correct? The idea of uh, a sentient kind of engaged. They are not intelligent thinking beings, really. Correct. The things you have created. So you have very little knowledge on what would be needed to make a droid like Pearl. And then after your investigation with Otto and after your investigation with Pearl's code, you know even less. Yeah. So you right. don't know if the removal would be ideal. But you have to get in there regardless. I'll at least try to fix the connection. And if I can, maybe divert the power somehow uh maybe i can well it's a chip designed to suppress the emotions that you feel i um don't know why you have one it suggests that they knew that you would be feeling emotions odd why is that odd nanny droids aren't made to feel emotions right but you do do i you'll understand in a moment let me just fix this first. I'm going to get in there and I'm going to try to fix this. Sure. As you open up the back of Pearl Skull to gain access to the chips, you find that you have two options on the best way to do this. You can go over the main core processes, including the motherboard, or you can go under the internal wiring. Which would you like to choose? I don't want to touch the main core processes. We'll talk about, we'll, we'll do internal wiring. So you're going under? Uh, yeah. Okay. 
I have a cube. You actually <laughs> make him solve stuff? I am actually going to make him so solve stuff. So what the fuck is this? So <laughs> you, Pearl, you tell man. me. That's the you're inside of my Pearl. brain, my guy. <laughs> Pearl, your mind is incredibly uh, complex. Oh, thank you. And maze-like. <laughs> Gosh, and you're flattering me. <laughs> this isn't flirting. <laughs> What's flirting? No, this is that, that I shouldn't have said that with the accent. <laughs> that, that was, that was the end. <laughs> so, is there something in this box where when I solve the puzzle, there is something inside of the box. Fuck, I'm literally like shaking. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I am currently under the weather right now, which is not making this easier because my body's like. <laughs> <laughs> where does the ball need to go? There, there is a side that it goes in and to open the latch. Yeah, you oh. gotta hold it up so the camera can see no, you let, struggling. Let I him solve it. Let <laughs> him solve it. Uh, I was promised that we could RP during this. Uh, <laughs> by who? <laughs> no, I, I can I can I can RP and also do this. It's just that there's like a really difficult thing to get this stupid thing in. You know what? This is better than the show. I think we should just watch, <laughs> we should just watch Ian try and solve this box. Yeah. I, a new, new new Twitch stream. Just Ian does puzzles. <laughs> what was the What was the stream we suggested? Like where we execute dice live on stream? I think oh, we should. Oh yeah. For those of you who are interested, we've been suggesting other uh, ideas for streams, and this is obviously one of the best ones. Okay. <laughs> if if you're if you need to use your full brain power, I have other things. I, I think I need to figure out where the end point is first, because I'm trying okay. to figure out where I'm trying All right. to go. Pearl, while this is happening, mm -hmm. you feel the tools inside of you. It doesn't hurt you any, but you feel it. Roll me a D8. Ooh, OK. Uh, and you guy? tell me if you want to jump back in, Ian. Yeah. That's a one. OK. Something clicks. Something happens inside, and you feel it come back. Like all my memories? One memory. One memories. Ooh, OK. You're underneath the water with Flux, and you are telling him that change starts small. You remember the feeling of being underneath the water. You remember why it meant something to you, hmm. but you don't remember how you got to this point. Right. You remember So it's kind of just moment. like blank from there on. It's it is this memory that you've held in your mind. You picked a start, you picked an end. Mm -hmm. What do you do with this? That's a really great question. You're sitting there with Flux trying to fix you. And you get this flash of being under the water. Flux. What is it? What day is it? What do you mean? What day is it? What's today? Well, that's a really good question, actually, DM. <laughs> today! Warp <laughs> day! I, I would love to answer it. I actually, I genuinely don't know. But um, I can Pick tell you. Take a number. Just make something up. It doesn't fucking matter. 35. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What? So, like, 35 cycles? Um, that wasn't that long. You've been counting since. You've been counting since you killed Dev. Right. Yeah. It's a. Uh, Do I remember that? You know the number is important, and you know you know that you went out to go under the water on thirty-four. Well, we're gonna count a little bit backwards, a little bit. So we'll say we'll say twenty-eight. 
So it's 35, you knew under the water was day 28. You could, you could tell that Pearl's like getting like really fidgety, like while you're fucking around. And- You all right down there? I, I think something is wrong. What do you mean wrong? I, I mean, your memories aren't where they should be, if that's what you're trying to say. I don't, I don't remember anything past the water. What part of the water do you remember? Whatever you would would have made a moment mm. in your mind. Um, I remember you talking to me about that scary person. Is that who we just ran into? Yeah, actually, yeah. Crazy coincidence in timing, huh? You're right, she is scary. <laughs> scary doesn't even begin to cover it. She's a very odd head. Well, I try not to judge based on appearance, given the way that I look. But you're not mean, she is. <laughs> Depends who you talk to. Well, I don't think you're mean. I've mentioned this before, Pearl, but it's not like you're the first group I've been with. I've I left people to die, you know. I suppose everyone's been in bad situations. <laughs> yeah. Bad. It's one of those words, right? You can use it to describe a lot of different things. You can have a bad day, you know, just things don't work out very well. Or you could describe literally close to 16 years of torturous existence as bad. I think I'd describe it as more than bad. Yeah. Well, she's bad. Really fucking bad. And the more I think about her, the more I just can't focus on what I'm trying to do, so, um. Ah. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. I, um, can't stop. I can't get her out of my head. She showed up, and I had thought for so long about how I was gonna talk to her when I saw her again about what I was going to say. I was going to tell her how she ruined my entire life and everything I did was to impress her. And then I saw her and I just, I was just a scared kid again. And that was it. I couldn't even say anything. All I said was, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what kind of fucking response is sorry? It's a valid response. It's not a valid response. It is. Because I'm not sorry. I heard a lot of people trying to escape that place, and I don't regret any of it because I would have gone crazy there. You might not be sorry for hurting the people that you did, but you're sorry for everything you've had to go through. You're sorry for this bad, quote-unquote, person that you think you've become. <laughs> think, yeah. I don't think I've become a bad person, Pearl. I know that I've always been one and can't avoid being one. If That's that the problem. If that were true, the rest of us would be dead. 
That's not true. It is true. I think you've been more than valuable to this crew, to this ship. Uh, look, valuable is one thing, right? I provide a really useful service, and I'm really glad that I do, because you all seem to really want to make a big change. And do that's really great. But I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't like the Zalarians, but if, to be honest, when I sit down and I actually think about it, what I really want to do, I just want to kill her. And that's it. I don't care what happens in the middle, and I don't care who gets in the way. I just want her dead. And I've tried really hard to, to try to do the good guy thing. And you don't remember it yet, but you're going to. I can't keep doing it. I can't. I, I keep messing it up over and over again. Um, I killed uh, four unarmed scientists when we were in there. You seem pretty unhappy with me for that one. I let a monster slaughter them. That sounds unfortunate. You were... looking at me like I was a psychopath. I'm sorry I don't remember. You will. And when you do... Well, maybe you'll remember this conversation, too, and be happy that I decided to tell you anyways. You weren't going to tell me. I thought about it. Why? Because the way you looked at me made me feel like I always feel. Like I'm a freakish monster that shouldn't exist. just kind of confirmed that one, you know? I've never thought that of you. Well. There's another thing you don't remember, which is that Hieronymus talked to you about that exact topic. So, that's interesting. Well, you may not remember yourself feeling that way, trust me. Did Hieronymus tell you that he told, uh, told me that? Pearl told me. Did she? That you guys had a talk, yeah. You had a talk. I actually don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's Robin's memory problem, not Pearl's. Um, how's it going? It's a process. <laughs> so... I can. Do so you can. need us to move on? <laughs> no, like I need to solve <laughs> because there is something inside that is very oh important. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm having a conversation while doing this, and it's uh, a little difficult, believe it or not. <laughs> while I'm also thinking about other shit. <laughs> I took a risk. <laughs> and the risk did not pay off. Not yet, <laughs> but it will. I mean, it will when I can make this fucking thing work. You want to give the shot list? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's like a horribly hard maze or anything. It's just there's like a couple points where like you need to uh, like hold it still and like actually like push it between two areas mm -hmm. where it's yeah. not like against a wall. Yeah, and I'm yeah. really shaky and that makes it way <laughs> harder. Uh, we all have those like big wooden ones where there's like two yeah. knobs to move it this yeah. way or that way. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, please, I need this to work, but I'm so shaky right now. Here's what's going to happen. Roll me another D8. Okay. Uh. That's a seven. Okay. Pearl... Flux is still in there. Monkeying around. Monkeying around. And you get another flash. And you remember laying in the lab 
getting piece by piece your new face that you currently have on installed onto you. I don't think a bad person would fulfill such a silly request for me. What do you mean by that? There's no reason for me to have a working face other than for my own wants. Well, you're my friend, so I don't know why I wouldn't do that for you. Pearl's just like, <laughs> we're friends. <laughs> gonna keep rolling D8s until that thing pops open. Oh, we'll get there. That's another seven. Right, roll again. Five. Five. Pearl, I want you to tell me every outfit change that you remember. Every, doesn't even have to be anything that's already happened. It can mm. be something that you thought of in your head. Right, right. So we had um, a lot of costumes from yeah. Dev. <laughs> Cowboy hat with a ball gown. Correct. That was we, a unique one. Yeah, it was very good. We had um, just like a full-blown yeah. clown suit. Yes. I do remember that. Um, that got me stuck too. There was one where I wore like only a hat <laughs> because I didn't fully understand what clothes were for yet. And she doesn't technically have like any bits, so she doesn't have to wear clothes. <laughs> so no, she's just like, is this fashion? <laughs> is this fashion? Am I fashion? <laughs> is it me? Am I the fashion? Am I the drama? <laughs> um, gosh, I don't, I don't know. How did we get to the outfit that Pearl is wearing now? You remember this, whatever this is. Right. Oh, thank okay. the Lord. <laughs> I stop think, vamping. I think I found something. <laughs> wow. Today I was figuring it out while I was sitting there in your chair earlier. <laughs> okay. Right. So only two of those things are important. Yeah. Right. And that one. And the... Nope. Yep. Flux. So the suppression chip was hanging on by a thread. The connection was so loose that you accidentally jostled it out of place. It was an accident, but now the suppression chip is in your hand. You hear a soft click from Pearl's inner workings. Pearl, suddenly and all at once, you are hit by wave after wave of emotion. Anger heats your face, radiating out your limbs, followed quickly by an ocean of sadness, the heaviness of it weighing you down. Happiness, fear, confusion, <laughs> love. It collides with you as though you're standing in the middle of a cyclone, and in the midst of it all, the memories come back. Every one you had so carefully stored away like a seed in soft soil to come back to again and again, come rushing to the forefront of your mind. And then you remember. You remember how you became Pearl the nanny droid. Your consciousness had been unceremoniously ripped from your body and placed in this shell after you had been pushed off the balcony ledge. The process was experimental and completely untested. And to be safe, the emotion suppression chip was installed and key memory had been cached. <laughs> safe. You know now it wasn't about being safe. It was about controlling you, controlling her, Eurydices. That's who you were before all of this, a slave who endured so much to keep one little girl safe. You aren't Eurydices anymore, but you aren't a droid. You're something completely new. You're alive. Cool. Uh, okay, my readings are going crazy. <gasps> uh, 
her whole like body is like shaking. Whoa, whoa! Uh, I can get it back in. Uh, just no, give me a second. No, 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 Just don't move very much, okay? There's still a lot of open wiring here. She's like almost like trying to like take in her surroundings, like whoa, whoa, even whoa. though it's so dim, like the lights are too bright. Oh, She's... Uh, stop! 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 Just, just please, I... just give me a moment. This is a dream. This is crazy. There's no way. Are you okay? What? 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 What's? What's going on? What? You? What? 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 I don't. I don't even know how to explain all, all of this. We'll, we'll just take a. I'm not Pearl. Uh, I'm not Pearl. I'm lost. Uh, you lost me. What happened? My name's Eurydice. I'm the Eurydice Project. I don't know her. I am her. And they, they made this droid like some sick perversion of what I actually look like. They put extra arms on it to mimic my own. Uh, well, um, I'm, I'm sorry. It explains a lot, but I'm sorry. You could see that, like, if Pearl could cry, she would be. It's just, like, her, her face is horribly flushed. The eyes that you gave her are just, like, a fucking whirlwind of colors. She's so shaky and so scared. Um, let me make sure that everything is all closed up properly, okay? I don't, I don't want anything happening to you. She's just like clamping her eyes closed and like gripping onto the table. All right, um, <laughs> it's probably gonna feel a little weird. Um, I'm just gonna quickly finish up everything in there, make sure all the, everything is put back together and then close the head latch. I'm so scared. Uh, yeah, um, that explains why when I was trying to understand more about you, it was more than just robotics. Because you're a person put into a metal body, I guess. Oh my god, it's possible. Oh my god, that's possible. I thought this was something totally outside of the norm of what even could happen, but you are upset, and I should probably not talk about this. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I was so wondering if Lux was just gonna dive into it or not. Uh, Lux is over there eyeing up Sprocket, going, hmm. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> sorry, I really don't want that to, to make you feel worse. Uh, I have had a lot of thoughts about that, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, no, I'll, I'll think about it later. You don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm really confused. There's a lot that's been going on. Uh, and also, you're sort of still kind of my... Do you still feel like you? Or, uh, like Pearl? Or, like, 
I don't know. Who are you? I don't know. I don't know what parts of me are Eurydice and what parts of me are Pearl. Do you remember everything that we've done? Of course. No matter who I am, no matter what happens from here, and she'll grab you, she'll grab your hand. Uh, like, so that you're actually like looking at her and not being a weirdo. It's really trying to like not have eye contact. <laughs> Flux. <laughs> I need you to know that no matter what happens from here on out, we are friends. Well, that's good. And I will be here for all of you. Uh, sorry, I, uh, sorry about everything that happened down there. Uh, I lost control. I just kind of wanted to see other people suffer, I guess. I don't blame you. So, you definitely act a little different now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I do. Definitely less, uh, definitely less robot made and a little more of an actual person, which is, which is good. You were getting there anyways, even before the chip got removed. What do you think they did with me? What, your actual body? Yeah. Do you think it's still out there? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, when I've ever, when I've thought about this as a sort of thought experiment, it's more been a very slow replacing of the body, you know? Keep changing out individual parts until the whole thing is just made of metal. Uh, in your case, well, I've had theories. Uh, my guess is that your body probably doesn't exist anymore. They probably scooped out the stuff inside uh, that made you you and put it into something else. But there's no organic material in here, is there? No, but the studies of what I've been learning over the last little while now suggest that there's some sort of... I don't even know how to describe it without it sounding like I'm totally throwing science out the window, but some kind of spiritual essence there. You ready to see? Can you roll me a history, please? Yeah. And of course, because I never remember my modifiers, I have to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you have a plus three to intelligence, at least. I don't know if you have history proficiency or not. I do not. So just plus three, then. Uh, that's 18. Okay. You remember that you had been digging around in the Zalarian back door yeah. when you all were at the and you remember finding the experiment. You remember finding your experiment. And you remember seeing in the log information that you had pulled up where the location of that experiment had taken place. And you remember finding that there was evidence that the lab itself was still drawing power. It takes you a minute, but you remember right. all of this. Um. Pearl or whoever she is, um, will pop and be like, oh, oh, yeah. I, 
I just remembered something. When, when I was going through the files before, um, it had a location for the Eurydice project. Right. Um, and that lab is still active. Okay, so what does that mean? If we find lab, we might find me. And if we find me, we can fix you. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm confused. How do, how do those... Listen. So, you want to get out of this body, yes? Yeah, that's the idea. Yes. So, um, they took me out of mine right. and put me in this. So that means that the Zalarians have the technology and the equipment to do it. So if we can find it, we can fix both of us. <laughs> you want to go back to your original body? I mean, I'm being a robot is fine. You don't have to eat or sleep, but I would like to be a person. You are a person. You don't need an organic body for that. That's Blush. Not <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's not what makes us what we are. The fact is, you're still you. It doesn't matter if you're made of metal. In fact, I mean, there's a lot of benefits, really. I mean, you'll get to live as long as you want, so long as you can keep finding the parts. Why would I want to do that if none of you are here? Well, if I can get a body like yours, then it's not like I'm going anywhere. I'll look into it. Yeah. Might be nice to have somebody else. <coughs> Uh, <laughs> so you're feeling better. That's, that's really good. Uh, um, as, as good as I can right now. Um, if you... Oh, uh, thank you for doing all that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I'm, um, yeah, always, whenever you want anything. Uh, you should probably go say hi to the others. Oh, yes, you're right, you're right. Um, thank you, uh, I'll be off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, I have to rebuild my, my companion. Oh, um, let me know if you need anything. Yeah, um. And make sure you eat. Uh, I saw you set those paws down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Um. And then before she leaves, she's going to give you a really big hug like mm. she did when you almost died. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> squeeze the shit out of you and be like, okay, bye. <laughs> and then like, leave. <laughs> uh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> oh, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is where we're going to find ourselves now. We are going into real time. We just rallied the troops, well, calmed the troops in the dining room. We only had a few folks who weren't in for the big speech. Cyrus has something happening with his arm, and we have a new development with Pearl and Flux, and a very loud hailing frequency is echoing throughout the ship. 
Somehow, it managed to bypass the bridge control system and is being transmitted over every available speaker throughout the ship. What do we do? What's it saying? Oh, it's a good. hailing frequency. So what so is it is a, if, if you are familiar, which you can tell me if you are or not, you would know that you have to accept it to get the hail. Like the phone is ringing. Can it, yes, like yeah, the Do phone. we have caller ID? <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there a way to pick it up in the... In the medical bay? No, you would have to go back to the control room. Okay, head Cyrus, back to wherever you are, answer the phone. <laughs> <coughs> gonna Come head to back you. up. <laughs> <laughs> gonna head back up. Okay, you're gonna head back up. Oh. Um, let me, before before we reach Cyrus in the control room, can everyone place themselves in the ship, please? Where are we at? What is happening? Because everything just happened all um, at the same time. Still in the lab. Still in the lab. <laughs> Pearl would have headed back up to help Sprocket and Hieronymus with like all the people. And okay, so um, Eurydice, she's gonna stick with Pearl, Pearl. for now okay. until she can break the news to people. Okay, um, Pearl. I just came out as a person. <laughs> By the way, guys, <laughs> um, Pearl and Hieronymus, you are in the dining room chatting, uh, mm. helping. Yes. What can I get you? Are you thirsty? I'll get yeah. you some water. Yeah. I have more snacks for everybody. It's all right. Um, <laughs> Voices are different. Before you went to help Schmel, the hailing frequency came over. Okay. So that's that yeah, is where we found ourselves. So we're heading back to the control room. Yeah. Okay, you're heading back to the control room. What do you do? Gonna play the hailing frequency. You're gonna open it? Yep. Okay. Ship explodes. The ship explodes. <laughs> New it's development. Concern. <laughs> it's a it's a big uh, virus that does the like laughing emoji. You know, no. Um, Over every screen. Oh, I was like, shit, no, really? No. <laughs> no. Um, what happens is you open the hailing frequency and you hear a voice come over the speakers of the entire ship that says, There you are. Running will do you no good now. We can follow you to the edges of the universe. Stop disappointing me and relinquish the control you truly never had. My patience has a limit. Can so, we that, can we shut that down, please? Can you? Uh, are you able to respond to her during these things, or is it just her? It's the voice coming over right now. You would have to tap in to get it back. Hang oh, up. Cyrus Hang is gonna up. top Hang. in. Yeah, Hang go up. for it. Hang up. Hello, Cyrus. Hang <laughs> up. <laughs> we can all hear this down here. Hang up the phone, please. I didn't know we were on speaking terms again. <clears throat> You're on speaker phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running to the end of it. Sure. I hate oh to break my it to gosh. you, but we've been running for far too long. Um. You're going to have quite a bit to atone for after we're done with you. That's, wow, all right. <laughs> get him, up. Cyrus! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, folks, can you get us out of here right yeah, now? I'm already <laughs> flipping it on. <laughs> okay. I'm already activated the hyperdrive. Okay, you activated the hyperdrive. I love the false bravado. It's just... Where are we going? <laughs> Anywhere. Where the fuck are we going, Cyrus? <laughs> going to zone five! Oh. Okay. All right. Oh shit. Please, let's head on over to zone five. We're jumping a whole zone. 
There were so many places we could have gone, and that was not where I thought we were going. Okay, but I so never expect anything these days. The engine roll. So you are jumping from four to five. Isn't our hyperdrive bonus like really oh, big? It's yeah. like plus 10 isn't, or something. Right? Isn't that something we can all help with? Mm-hmm. But you have to be in a place that you can help. Is that why you asked us to place ourselves? That's why I asked you to place yourselves. So yeah, so 22 on the engine roll. What'd you get? 21 on the So we're currently at 43. And then our hyperdrive bonus is what? We figured this, it was like plus 10 or something, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So what was that put it at? This was but I mean, technically 50, we're only- 53? Technically, we're only jumping one zone. You're only we're jumping zone one zone. Four. So we're... We're more than good? We are way more than yeah. good. Oh, it's plus 20, apparently. So we're at 63. Okay. So we're good. Yes, you are excellent. Um, you have hit where you're trying to go. Where exactly are we going in zone five, Cyrus? It is the place that whenever he's panicking or whenever he doesn't know where to go, he always inputs these coordinates. These were the last coordinates he was ever given as a soldier. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, he doesn't know where they are. Got it. Okay. So we are going to the planet where your leg flew up. Okay. Why would you what want to you go just, back there? <laughs> what do you say? It's his default. <laughs> um, so the last place uh, that memories. Cyrus was um, uh, was the planet where uh, the don't, don't question <laughs> the last place Cyrus was was the planet where he had found himself before he exploded himself basically to get free to get free hmm. um, interesting yep it it's a long the last story. place someone would look for him. <laughs> Why would you go to the trauma place? Why would you yeah. go to the trauma place? Um, is that where we all go every single episode? <laughs> every, <laughs> every place Let's is go a trauma to the place. Trauma place. <laughs> yeah. This is a um, comedy show. <laughs> this is it's not being comedy anymore. A while ago. Not anymore. I'm sorry that we are dramatic people. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I'm playing in the space. Are you kidding me? We're all playing in space. What? I'm gonna <laughs> fuck off, Ian. I'm not gonna hit you because you're ill. I can't have too incredible of a moment like, <laughs> on stream before before having to ruin God it with a terrible I, I just want to make sure that I'm not. I have mercy. I will not shoot someone who is ill. Thank um, you. I do appreciate that. <laughs> okay, so we zoom through hyperspace. We land right on target. Boom. Right where the coordinates hit outside of it. We're not smashing into the planet. Please no. (laughs) Um, Who is is looking out any window, any screen, anything? I mean, I'm definitely looking. I don't know where we went. I don't know where it just took us. Yes. Roll um, with advantage everybody uh, perception for me. I don't like that it's advantage. Uh, That's kind of sus. 13. Okay. Uh, let's see, I don't know what my perception is. With my glasses on. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, won't need those very, very much longer. Where I thought those, with your way? pink eyes, you didn't need them. Oh no, no, I need to replace my eyes before I'm not going to need the glasses anymore. Mm, okay. Um, so I got a 15. 15. <sighs> uh, I'm not looking. I'm worried about okay. all the passengers. Yeah, that makes sure a lot of sense. That's fair. Spazzing out. <laughs> we went through hyperspace. Hyperspace. Um, Pearl Flux, you see 
the planet speed by as you are going past Nexros, which is where you dropped off Randy and met with Magella, who is the one of the head of the revolution, and you are headed towards one of the moons. We're heading, we're speeding, we're heading, we're going. We enter the atmosphere of the moon, and as we go through the atmosphere and the clouds part, we see jungle-covered volcanoes. And where are we going? Cyrus, where the fuck are we? Um, well, that, that will take a bit of explaining, but I have a feeling we will be somewhat safe here. Um, and he is going to pilot towards um, a very scorched clearing okay. that still has not grown back. <laughs> what did you do? Are you going to the exact spot you blew up? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Why would you do that? Okay. Um, yeah. The scorched spot as you come closer. It's fine. Looks smaller fine. and smaller as you approach. It, you remember it being a lot bigger, but also you were in a much smaller ship. Yeah. You land off to the side of it, giving it a little bit of reverence if you must. And we find ourselves now on the moon Neron. I don't know if anybody would know this. I don't know how much we know about Nexros and the moons, but that is where we find ourselves here. Unless now. it has Zolarian significance, I probably know nothing. No, and I will say that the weird anti-communication field that Nexros has kind of hits the moon a little bit. Not to the point where nothing gets sent out. In fact, if you look off into the distance, you see a very large communications tower, but everything's kind of staticky. You're Earpieces are a little static. They're fine. You can understand each other, but they're a little staticky. Everything's glitching on the screen. Otto is glitching a little bit. Oh, no. Like, not to the point where he's dying or anything. Just his movements are way more angular, and the beeps are. Does it hurt? Is he okay? <laughs> You're not there to talk to Otto. Uh, uh, I was speaking out of concern from Robin. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to tell Robin. I'll Aww. tell Pearl if she comes around. How's Pearl feeling? How is Pearl feeling? You, it feels like all of your limbs are asleep. Like oh, that good. tingly. Yeah. Like, like you, you just can, woke up and you're like, oh, yeah, shit. you can walk around, but it's weird. Otto, are you, are you sorry? It's, it's a little weird here. I know. Maybe. Take the keys. <laughs> Maybe. Otto isn't piloting anymore. Once you landed, Otto is just sitting in the docking bay. Just stay in the dock for a bit. We, will, I, I don't think we will be here long. So just hold out for now. Sorry. <laughs> okay, this is where we're going to pause. We find ourselves now on this moon. We find ourselves now with many developments on both sides of the table. And we find ourselves at the end of the stream. So thank you for watching Help Hits Experience. Thank you for joining us. That is the biggest part of it is you being here, whether you're watching live or watching on the VOD. Don't forget to like, 
comment and subscribe to the YouTube channel because that also helps our show grow. I mean this genuinely if you're watching the VOD now, 10 years from now, you are making a difference in the way that this show gets to grow. So I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, today's adventure brought to you by myself uh, and Colorado Brown and music and sound effects provided by Sirenscape and Liz, thank you for making this accessible for me today. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Molly Cook and Brian Bowersox in the control room. Once again, special thanks to Community Access Media for the use of their facilities and equipment. Please support Cam if you can. Um, and if you're not local to Erie, make sure you support your own local public access. Join us again next week. Just as a little reminder, next week is going to be the last one before we have two very special one-shots DM'd by our very own Rob. It's going to be fun and exciting, and <laughs> it will be very different and not canon. So nobody rats <laughs> out, smells out. We're never doing that again. <laughs> not allowed. All right, thank you for joining us. We will see you next time. Goodbye.